1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome in to Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 419. It's KB coming at you, solo dolo, wiped out. We had a long weekend here at Underground Studios. The Get in the whole podcast boys were here. We had a big-time Masters golf event, grand reopening of the local course, Eastland Golf Course, down here in Vineland, New Jersey, by my house. So the boys came down and played the new course and uh, we were filming the content like crazy and time kind of just escaped me. So what this episode is going to be, I'm going to talk about being back at Citizens Bank Park for the very first time this season. Uh, and then I'm going to insert the boys uh, with their master's recap that they filmed uh, at Eastland Golf Course while we were there on Monday. And then uh, we'll have ourselves an episode. But before we get started, make sure you guys are following us on the socials at UndergroundPHI, Twitter, Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Casarina. Follow the Get In The Hole podcast at Get In The Whole Pod. Uh, check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com for all of our written content. Subscribe to the podcast feeds. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews Let me know how you're feeling about the Phillies, the Sixers, the Flyers, the Eagles, the Union, the Wings, all that good stuff. Leave it in the podcast reviews. And, of course, leave your survivor takes in there as well. We will read podcast reviews on the show if you guys leave them. You guys get first precedent always. That has always been the case. And once we get to 300 uh, five-star ratings and reviews, I will read everything from 200 to 300 on this show. Also, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. We're 18 subscribers away from the big hundo, and you guys getting full video episodes of all of your favorite podcasts on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network in video form. That includes this show. That includes Get In The Hole. That includes the Outside The Box podcast. That includes streamer season. That includes Top Bins. That includes Loaded Box. And potentially some other things along the way that we haven't fully announced as part of our network yet. You never know, surprise, surprise. Uh, but make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel, click the bell icon so you don't miss any uploads, all that good stuff, and uh, come out support the boys and gals of uh, Underground Sports Philadelphia. So hit us up, help us out. It really helps. It really does go a long way. Helps us out and uh would mean a lot to us if you subscribe to the youtube channel big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen main auto llc Dusharms pro foot security 21 security systems paul j gillespie incorporated mark ronchetti cpa llc and the dental wellness center of vineland and of course tomahawk shades the best small batch i wear in the game guys my eyes have been killing me from staring at screens being all over the place and not sleeping enough So I'm rocking these blue light glasses while I record this. You guys can get your own blue light plus glasses from Tomahawk Shades. Go to TomahawkShades.com and use our code USP for 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. Kenwood Beer. Go to KenwoodBeer.com and use the Kenny tracker to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And of course, please drink responsibly. Let's get into it. The Philadelphia Phillies, they're back. You guys know me, big time, big time Phillies guy. And I got a chance to go to Citizens Bank Park this past weekend with my sister, with Matt, with President Pump, Will Castorina, and his wife, Nicole. And again, the whole boys were also along for the ride. And just being back at Citizens Bank Park is such a tremendous joy. And I, I truly don't know how to fully explain that first feeling of walking through the gates at Citizens Bank Park for the very first time in a season. Um, it's it's truly magical. And, and to be able to do it and just enjoy Philly's baseball from start to finish, be up in that 400 level with all the fun peeps, it's just always a fun time at Citizens Bank Park to take in a Phillies game. And it is all fandom bias aside, it is the most gorgeous stadium in baseball and potentially all sports that I've ever been to. Um it, there's just no bad seat in the house. They know how to provide a very fun, interactive and just like enjoyable game day experience. No matter what day of the week you go, no matter what time of day you go, Citizens Bank Park is an absolute joy to be at. And if I could be at all 81 home games, I would be there in a heartbeat because I love this this organization that much. I love the Phillies that much. They bring me a ton of joy. It really does uh, swing my mood seeing if they win or lose. And I, I have a lot of emotional investment. In the Philadelphia Phillies and being able to watch them in person just adds to that and having that game day experience uh, in person is, is just really special to me and I enjoy being at Citizens Bank Park to take in the sights, the sounds, the smells, and just the, the ambiance of what the Philadelphia Phillies organization provides on a game day uh, for the fans. It's, it's just that much fun. But yeah, being at Citizens Bank Park, taking in all the sights and sounds of, you know, quote-unquote opening night, Bryce Harper gets his MVP award. Uh, Getting to see the new boys in person for the first time was really, really dope as well. Between Kyle Schwarber, uh, first time seeing Kyle Gibson in person. Uh, I did not see him pitch last year in person because the only game I went to was in June, which Kyle Gibson was acquired close to the trade deadline in July, so... First time seeing Cy Gibson in person, uh, and of course seeing the boy, the man, the myth, the legend, the homie, the big dog, Nick Castellanos, in person, it was written in stone, meant to be, that we got to see Nick Castellanos send one deep to left center field, myself and Matt, being in person for that was just pure perfection um it was it was just meant to be it was meant for us to see that happen in person in front of our very our very own eyes to see Nick Castellanos go yard for the boys was so on brand it wasn't even funny it's something I'll remember forever because that is the boy um it was it was dope I I just like I said I love being at Citizens Bank Park the, the pomp and circumstance is always on point. the Phillies organization knows how to do it right. Um, the Phillies won that game Kyle Gibson 10 strikeouts in that game just an unbelievable per- performance um yeah I mean Gupples barbecue no free ads but shout out um it was it was a really dope experience to be back you know at this portion of the season. Full house, you know, being at a, a sold-out crowd for the first time. And I don't even know when. I don't know the last time I was at a sold-out Phillies game. Like, very difficult to think of. Now that I'm, like, looking back on it. So that's really cool that I got, you know, we all got a chance to be a part of that. Got to take John and Steve to their first experience at Citizens Bank Park, which is really cool. They really enjoyed the stadium. And uh, it's always fun watching a Mets fan have to, to enjoy the Phillies. And, and seeing Steven McAvoy in a Phillies jersey was beautiful. Um, it was just great to be amongst fellow Phillies fans again at Citizen Bank Park, man. Gotta love it. The Phils are back. And uh, even with the ups and downs that are likely to come, um, I'm all in on this team and I'm so excited to see where things go from here for the 2022 Phillies, because I think it's going to be a very exciting season now that I got to see them in person. So, yeah, shout-out to the Phils, Shout-out to the homies. Uh, And without any further ado, ladies and gents, we're going to kick it to the Get in the Whole Podcast Masters Recap, give you guys a shot to listen to their golf content here on the main feed. Uh, I think they did a fantastic job recapping everything that happened at the Masters. And uh, they were in town They were, they were at uh, Eastland Golf Course With your boy We got a lot of content coming on the YouTube channel From their weekend here That you're not going to want to miss So subscribe to our YouTube channel And sit tight for the Get in the Hole Podcast Masters Recap And I'll be back on the other side To uh, close things out for you
0: Each year A champion rises Each year Legends are made at Augusta National, anything is possible. From the underdogs to the legends, this golf course gives no breaks, and only the best will survive. It's Masters Week on Get in the Hole. Hell yeah, it's Masters Week here on the Get in the Hole podcast. Stephen McAvoy and John Bailey here live from the Eastland Golf Course, the grand reopening of one of the finer establishments out here in Vineland, New Jersey. It's been awesome. We already had some uh, some putting green contests. Unfortunately, you know, my ass kicked, but... <laughs> No big deal. John, how are you feeling? Beautiful day out. It's looks perfect for golf, honestly. Probably one of the best days so far of the uh, early spring. I'm super
2: excited. I think the, the conditions that we got for today, um, not only of the course, uh, the superintendent is right over there that he set up for us, but also we uh, we got blessed with a really beautiful day out. Perfect weather um, and a lot, a lot of good people around here. So I'm looking forward to it.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, so we actually walked the course on Saturday. It was actually a, a awesome time. It was a little swampy, obviously with some rain, but... I've, at the end of mm-hmm. the day, great conditions, super the greens. Really excited to hit those up. Narrow fairways. If you're playing, yeah. playing this course and you can manage to get out here with a score under a couple of pars. Yeah, a couple of pars. I, I would say, honestly, Bogey Golf pl- plus nine, I think is a pretty good number for you if you're able to get I through really the nine do holes. I really believe that. It's a, it's a challenge, but at the end of the day, w- what isn't for golf? But speaking of blessed, we got blessed with, anyway, guys, Dick Vermeule. Uh, Hall, Hall of Fame, Hall Dick Hall, Vermeel, Hall of Famer, who was
2: never played by Kevin James. <laughs>
0: In a movie ever, all right. Sean Payton does not qualify as like the, as like a, the greatest coach ever because <laughs> Kevin James managed to film him in a subpar movie. Didn't like, Zachary Levi um play Kurt Warner in that one movie? Like, come on. Like Did it I? Wa- uh, I watched that movie. It's on Netflix. <laughs> it's it, like it has lasted like may- may- maybe three weeks in the box office. It's it's uh I heard it was terrible. I think Tiki Barber watched it and he said it was terrible. It's like it's like pretty. If you're looking for like a quality
2: film, you're not. It's not going to be what you're looking for. But if you're looking to chill with uh, with some popcorn and watch some Netflix or something like that, that's it's right up your alley.
0: Well, so we were blessed with uh, maybe not the greatest film of, of all time, but we we were blessed with arguably one of the most memorable Masters tournaments that we were going to see mm. in a in a long time. Scotty Scheffler, of course, won the Green Jacket. Twenty five years old, this guy has gone on on a magical run. Six straight weeks, four wins. The guy's won more money in six weeks with. Uh, with caddy ted scott by his side than he has in his entire career and to top it all off obviously he, he's done something that hasn't been done since 1960 four wins with the fourth this season being a green jacket only arnold palmer has ever done that one also joins a elite squad tiger woods is the only other player to win the green jacket following a a streak like this tiger woods obviously didn't doing that in in 2001 winning the grand slam we're going to talk a little more about what Ty chef was able to do um and what we might, might see from him in the future but just let's talk masters talk shop. We'll start off with this final pairing here with Cameron Smith and Scotty Mm -hmm. Scheffler. At one point, obviously, we saw um, Smith come in, ber- birdie, birdie, one and two. Made some pretty good money off Yeah, off of that one, too, in the he interim, got, he but, got
2: those We were talking about it before. like We could easily see Cam Smith picking up stroke by the ninth hole or yeah. picking up at least one or two strokes by the ninth hole. And he does it in the first two holes. But,
0: but <laughs> fortunately, what wound up happening was, of course, that that, that hole out on three from Cameron Smith. Yeah. Obviously, a little bit of a um, a rules-officiating uh, mishap that had to go down on that one. But the hole, on, on hole three, Scheffler holes out from the, uh, from the rough thought that uh, Smith would, would do the same. He sailed it. He actually wanted wound up paring out the hole, but from that point on, it almost seemed to seem like it was Scotty's to lose, and the the momentum sort of turned. Mm-hmm. So we'll start there. What was the turning point between Scheffler and Smith? Where was that like concurring moment when where where, where we were sitting there at the uh, at the double eagle saying, you know what, I think this is really Scotty's to lose.
2: It was definitely, oh, once it was, when it was Scottie's lose was when Cam hit it in the water on, on uh, part Twelve. three, 12. Yeah, for sure. Um, but the momentum, if you're a believer in any momentum um, in any kind of sport, whether it's golf, football, baseball, basketball, you could see a clear momentum shift um, after Scotty's hole out on three. Uh, Cam picked up two birdies on the first two holes. And all of a sudden you're thinking, all right, this is going to be nothing like what we, what we might've thought it would. Um, given that Scotty ran away with the two rounds, um, in the previous two days exactly, and then all of a sudden they they both leave their second, uh, shot short on that third hole after both getting free drops, and then Scotty puts one in the cup, and then all of a sudden, uh, it Camberly never never was able to recover from that, and he's a pretty mentally strong guy exactly, and even he couldn't do it.
0: Well, so, so I'm just kind of looking over the rounds right now. Obviously, the, the whole out from Scheffler on three. Cameron Smith went, went birdie, birdie, bogey, bogey to start his day off. So at that point, you're you're already back by not even the three-stroke deficit. Now, now you're at four. He obviously m- made birdie on seven, but as did Scheffler. It was basically even pegging, uh, aside from that one-stroke deficit uh, following four, all the way up until Amen Corner, where, where really kind of things went haywire. On, on the 10th, they, they both bogeyed, mm-hmm. so it wasn't a big deal there. Mm-hmm. 11, Smith actually gained the stroke back, managed to birdie. What was actually statistically the easiest fairway and reg hole, but the oh, hardest green and red. reg and the hardest putting, uh, putt per, um, what is it, birdie per putt sort mm-hmm. of um, metric. I'm totally blank on that one. Birdied that one. And, and at that point, we were like, all right, this is a good shot. And then, of course, the tee shot on 12, Smith finding the uh, the water uh, in Rays Creek. And you kind of just saw the dilapidation the in his face, the the flushed uh mantra. I think it was like um, there was a close-up where it almost, almost looked – Pushed to tears and and almost knew that yeah this is a uh this is where things sort of fall downhill tripled that hole Scotty walked out of Amen Corner with pars all around and then at that point birdie birdie from both of them uh, on fourteen fifteen and then at that point it was just Scotty's to, to to lose we were kind of joking it at, at the bar we were saying that. Uh, Scotty should just play the 16 with the green jacket on and just kind of play it for, uh, for S's and G's. He was already up by seven strokes in the field. And at that point, Rory McIlroy had held had out on 18 with Morikawa, and Smith was already backed that down a tie for fifth. He had fallen off basically the, 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 um, the epitome of a cliff at that point. But, um, that's actually kind of trans- transition to here because Rory McIlroy really was the, the the story, I guess, of day four. I mean, mm-hmm. outside of Scheffler's four putt uh, to win, which at that point could really be considered more of a joke than it is a uh, a joyous moment. Obviously, yeah. he could have um, toppled bogey and still uh, still won. I think Jason Stobel said at that point, you might as well do it. To, uh, no, Max Homa said uh, if you're going to four putt to win the to win the match, you might as well uh, make it make it a one stroke difference to say you did it. So. But Rory McIlroy on on, on 18 went one stroke away from tying the course record that only um, Greg Norman has ever done, which is a a wild feat for a guy who on day one, I believe he was like three or four over and every single day just got better and better and better. And Mm -hmm. the question with Rory, we said for a while was, is he ever going to really kind of reach that plateau again? And it's uh, a Justin Ray number that I saw was on day one. He's like 14 over par. But on days two, That's three, correct. and four in majors, I believe he's...
2: I mentioned this uh, yeah. uh, in our in our preview to the Masters yeah. episode. On, on days um, two,
0: three, and four, he's 66 under, including this yes. master tournament, which is obscene. And I
2: was saying, if, if you see Rory have a good first day, it might be a, a good idea the, um, to hop on a live bet but for Rory. And then that, that same goes for future majors and potentially larger events
0: and we're going to want to talking more about about what the majors are going to hold um going on to southern hills the Mm. country club and then of course uh Andrews for the open but what what rory managed to do and i think the best moment actually was on on 18 out of the bunker him Mm. and colin obviously the uh the throw the club throw from rory was a little bit weak uh probably went about two feet there but between him and i've never seen rory malcolm more happy on a course than when Colin uh hold out, yeah, it he almost said it, he said that was the he, happiest
2: he ever was. He's was ecstatic,
0: and, and it's it, it's nice to see from someone like him because he he's had so many ups and downs. You remember at the uh in Abu Dhabi, he had um one round, literally the final round at, actually, um, at the, the Abu Dhabi uh HSBCC Championship where he literally tore his polo off, he was mm. that pissed off. Um, we've seen broken clubs, clubs thrown into the water from Rory over the last I don't know six, seven months. Mm-hmm. But now all of a sudden, you're kind of seeing him turn a bit of a corner, and we'll talk more again about what we what we expect from Rory going on uh, further. But to highlight the moments that happened at Augusta, there were so many really good ones. Obviously, the Scheffler hole out, the Rory um, mm-hmm. punch out of the 18. But who surprised you? What was the moments that kind of got you going? Obviously, Tiger Woods is probably the first name um, that we that we talk about here as uh, KB's drink goes for goes that down but um what what were some of the best moments from this weekend that you uh will be remembering at least for uh for future masters tournaments uh that we say some
2: of the best moments um for me uh i told you i'm a sucker for the previous champion putting (laughs) on the jacket uh onto the current champion um so seeing matsuyama and scotty have that moment was cool for me um, we were talking yesterday or during the live stream, and I was I was like, I think that might be the moment of the tournament when Morikawa um, hauled out his bunker shot immediately after Rory. Um, and at that point, it, uh, it's it's just cool to see two guys kind of put the competition completely out of their minds at that point. And I, I don't, I, I highly, highly doubt either one of them was considering um, placement points or or, not, yeah. or or the money that they would make if they if they miss whatever shot coming down the stretch um almost final few holes but just just to see them have kind of like a um a fun a fun fun moment a fun moment that you or I or anyone would have with our buddies out on the golf course in the middle of the Masters on Sunday final round the crowd going crazy um and just just having themselves a good time because Macca uh, M- was obviously really young but like you said McElroy has been through the ups and downs of this and it's taken a toll on him and you 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 see that um, and he's he's definitely a, a mental mental player and a cerebral player. And because of that, um I, I believe that holds him back a little a little bit from from kind of freeing up. And he's people have talked about it, he's never been the same since he made swing changes, but his swing looks even better and better each year, and he simply can't perform. so you, you got to think it's it's the mental aspect. And just to see him kind of have that that little high there for a second um, was really, really nice to see. Uh, as far as surprises go, um, I, you could say, Roy, but for me, we were talking about Shane Lowry yesterday, and uh, I brought up how um, he has just been absolutely on fire, and you wouldn't really think about it because he's flying so far under the radar. Um, he, as as we said, the Masters was going to be his seventh straight top twenty four finish. Um, in his last seven starts, you're saying he's got eleven out of fifteen. Yeah, eleven starts. Of, in eleven of his
0: last fifteen, dating back to uh, to Royal Saint George's last uh, Open Championship back in. July yes. it's just this now this is this is international play as a whole so also um out in Abu Dhabi playing in Scotland wherever it's been but someone so low on the odds board first of all as someone who's also just really good at majors with mm-hmm. I believe this is his fourth major that he's managed to crack the uh, top 25 and yeah th- this is his highest to date for the Masters but mm-hmm. at the same time these courses coming up for, for Shane Lowry are courses that actually don't even fit his game well. And he's still managing to produce at three. Um, yeah. Yeah, is more, more That's why we go, a lot of
2: people overlook incredible. for this week, too. Um, But I'm looking at some of the other names. Um, Cam Champ had a good finish here really last good finish. year and a good finish here this year as well. So it's kind of interesting to see him being one of those guys who kind of uh, likes Augusta and is able to up his game. For whatever reason, he fits the course and he he comes and shows up when 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 it's when it's time to at this particular course for for the masters. So that's something to look forward to and look for in the future. Charles Schwarzel, form, Charles Schwartzel, former champion, um, I surprised everybody despite being a former champ.
0: Who, who, whoever had Charles Schwartzel and Danny Willett on their uh, their, their yeah. masters bingo card for a top twenty made a lot of money this week.
2: Yeah, those, it was an impressive. Feat. Those those are the really all, all the surprises I got for me. And as far as far as guys who maybe felt fell a little a little bit short. Um, I I believe a little people are high on answer um missing missing the cut. Kep, of course, Kepka. that really does
0: kind of suit him. Well, Bruce Kepka is probably the the story for me. Someone who um yeah, that that, that second day was just brutal. Yeah, Bruce and, Kepka, uh,
2: the number the number one guy who probably let a lot of people down. Um, my way too early prediction to win this. Um, who I didn't think would before, despite his um <laughs> overwhelming round uh, of whatever it was. Uh. Two weeks ago prior to the master Jordans beef he had that crazy round and everyone's like oh my goodness he's he's masters ready and then all of a sudden um he gets a little bit too in his head and he misses the cut this week um and I, I was talking with some people on Twitter I believe it's it's really a mental problem for him oh yeah I, we've we haven't seen the last of him I believe his swing looks good his game is good he's gonna be fine um give I would give it a, a,
0: yeah well did, so a some surprises on my end of course uh, Abraham answer has had too bad to that, that top twenties here. Some guys that I'm not going to say were surprises, but actually, were uh, we're when you think about it. despite finishing a top ten finish, didn't really turn the jets on until the, until the final day. The putter wasn't necessarily working the first couple of days. He finished uh, over par in two straight rounds. Still managed to make the cut, but managed to go super low on days three and four. Some other guys who not surprised me, but um, I've just been staying consistent. Uh, to say the least, Corey Connors three yeah. straight top tens Corey now Connors, at Augusta National.
2: Um, one of my one of my best bets prior to I believe his top it was either his top twenty or his top thirty mm-hmm. was at, great great money. Um, I have the notes card at home. I will <laughs> I will be referring to it and I'll get that information when I can. But Corey Connors, um, but is it- that was one that I circled twice on my notes card. And I normally don't circle things
0: twice. Yeah. And Hey, Cook, uh, he, he appeared on, on not only my bets this week, but also um, my DFS lineup. He really sort, sort of carried the weight um, in relation to Adam Scott, who was absolutely uh, abysmal this entire week. Mm-hmm. Sanjay M managed to uh, finish one under again. We talked about his, uh, his birdie versus bogey uh, issue. Mm-hmm. It sort of came to light um, on, on in round four, finished score 67, which is the low round uh, for the first round. 74, 71, 75. So, again, you saw a lot of those birdie slash bogey. It was almost back-to-back consistency um, issues for him. Like I like said, Cameron Champ, it seems like every week he's either 13 over the thirteen over or he's even par. Mm. There's no real in-between here. Great week for him. Uh, Kevin not nah, two over par. Started off really um, pretty consistent. one One under each of the first two days. Mm. Shot a third round, 79. Moving day also was a... A day that No one performed well. I believe only seven guys were under the card uh, sure. on moving day, which is ironic. You never really ever see that. Obviously, yeah. there's a reason why it's called moving day. It's meant for guys to really kind of get on the horse sure. uh, and make their rounds in Matsuyama didn't play great. He's been a little bit injured. Uh, and of course, speaking of injury, how can you not talk about the Masters without Bryson DeChambeau? 19 over par technically in his Masters career, but by his par 67 <laughs> logic, he's like 129 over par. Absolutely abysmal performance from Bryson. Even saying he's injured, I totally understand that, but mm. th- this isn't a um, a course to say you know what I'm hurt, but I'm going to try it. He just he made a fool of himself mm. uh, on day two. Shot shot an 82 uh, to get out, so not a good look from Bryson.
2: Yeah, I
0: mean we 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 we
2: we had a little conversation about this yesterday, and I, I think. Um, I believe who do we compare it to? We were, we're comparing DeShambo's performance to somebody else. Matsuyama, who was yeah, hurt. Well, but like, and, like, I, I didn't Masuyama, think though, the it's reason, a very different story I didn't, life, yeah. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. I didn't yeah. think that was a fair comparison because DeShambo he's, he's not just hurt. He has a lingering injury. He didn't just get hurt. Yeah. It's a lingering injury. He hasn't played all year. Um, and he's, he's a player who need who needs reps in order to play well. And you could, you could, you could tell. Um, and he's, doesn't have a great history at the Masters. Um, uh, clearly, by the <laughs> by, the uh, made-up statistic that you just <laughs> mentioned, um, per Bryson DeChambeau.
0: Hey, hey, um, all right, look, hey, if you're if you're gonna call the hardest golf, one of the hardest golf courses uh, in the world a par 67, you're gonna have a pretty uh, hard time living it down. We're gonna be talking about about that for years to come.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, no.
0: like like there's no other way to describe it.
2: That's yeah, no, that, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be going on uh, on the Twitter world for a while. I think uh he won't he won't live that down. I'd like to see Absolutely him not. I'd like to see him address it sometime soon. Um and I, I can't believe at any point you and I thought that he would actually <laughs> do Augusta dirty like that. Yeah. Yeah. I well, I don't know what we were thinking. I
0: mean, about. I was also I was I was convinced months ago also that uh, that, that Bryson had a, had a shot to win more majors at this point. I started to start um as my favorite golfer kind of falling off the uh the deep end with him in terms of uh patience with how oh, bad you're jumping been. ship. No, He's no, no, ship, ladies and gentlemen. N- not yet, but but it's getting to a point where I'm uh, no, no loyalty out here, zero. That's s- tough. Man. Says the guy who uh, who loves Aaron Judge, but he he very well might be leaving the Yankees. Some other names before we actually um per, what does per, it have to do with me? <laughs> well, there's no loyalty uh, in sports anymore, and I feel the uh, same goes to the fandom. But regardless, there's a a handful of other names who also very well underperform. Patrick Reed here, six over par. Joaquin Neiman. Everyone thought he would come out really strong. Shot our opening round. 69, then managed to go 74, 77, 74, finished 6 over the card. Finau didn't play very very well. No one really played great. Can'tley 7 over, Watson 7 over. Rom um, and, and Tiger were in the final pairing. They were both at 7-under going into Sunday. Um, Daniel Berger and Tyrell Hatton both finished 15 and 17 over, respectively. And then, of course, Adam Scott and Max Homa both finishing at, at 14 over. Before we talk about – get more into that, like, who's hot, who's not discussion, we always do that every single week. But we, got to, we have to, to talk about Tiger and oh, yeah. talk about the – the legacy that, that he has now and what we can now expect from him. Um, obviously, 14 months ago was shopping for new legs, um, looking at prosthetics. I think uh, a Kyle Porter tweet kind of said it the best. 14 months ago, he was looking for new legs, and all of a sudden, he beat 75% of the field at, at the hardest golf course, uh, ever at Augusta National. That sums it up right there. And then managed to walk for uh, two more rounds additionally. And regardless of the score, at, at that point, that's kind of just, uh, um, happenstance at that point. It's more so the fact that he was mani- able to make the cut and beat out guys like Brooks Koepka, who everyone had circled on their card going into this week. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you this. What's a, a bigger feat here? The fact that he made the cut yes. or the fact that he managed to actually play four, four full rounds out, regardless of the score, being able to go out there with a, a fused back and rods in his legs mm-hmm. and, and walk this course and be able to uh, triumph. What he was able to do.
2: See, I would be more interested to see what he thinks, which is more uh, of an accomplishment. But for me personally, it's it's definitely the the competition aspect making the cut um, and beating but, out all those guys as well. Yeah, that's that that's what's it for me because coming coming into this, you know, um, I did say I wouldn't be surprised by anything Tiger does, does ended up doing or, or whatever finish he ended up um, uh, finishing up with at the Masters. But I, I really did not see him making the cut. To be quite honest with you, I thought it would be close. I thought he would come close. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't see an under uh, first round under par. I, 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 did, I didn't see him hanging around like that. And to me, that's, that's, that's what's impressive. And I think Tiger being a competitor, I would think he would lean that way too. Um, even, even though it's, it's very close, it's pretty much splitting hairs for, for, for me, but I would have to go with, uh uh
0: making the cut well tiger did tiger, tiger did say that he wasn't going to play unless he was uh, competitive and obviously absolutely competitive enough to make the cut to begin with is, is more of a uh, a feat more than anything else and i totally agree with you i think being able to take out some of the big names in golf like brooks kapka and mm-hmm. like abraham answer and be able yeah. to um stick around all, on saturday, and saturday. that's it's, what it is yeah, it's a, statement. It's a statement from the greatest to ever do it and i don't think uh no offense to guys like Arnie or Jack, but at the end of the day, um, when you are the greatest golfer on the planet uh, and the greatest golfer to ever play the game, I feel like uh, both of those guys were awestruck or um, Arnold would have been having a lie. But even Jack said all, mm-hmm. a- on Twitter, what Tiger was able to do is something that he, that he would never be able to do, yeah. um, which is very, very high praise from a guy of, of his stature. Speaking of that comeback, where would that rank, would you say, among all sports, not even just golf? All-time comebacks to your sport. I, I, I kind of give him um, a really Alex Smith comparison. Well, well yeah, I, Ale- what Alex Smith hard- did is very, is, very impressive. The, the horrible thing is, is, that like, like I'm going to compare it to the Alex Smith injury, but yeah. it really it, it leaps and bounds over that. Considering a his stature in the game, and B, it's um, it's one thing to go out and play football. It's, it's another thing to be able to have um, replacements in your body, fused fused bones, fused backs, rods in your body and be able to play golf, um, a much more intricate and mental sport than it is football. Yeah, but
2: way, 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 way less physical.
0: Though. Of course. But I, I do think that Tiger, is, the stature that he has in the game and in sports in general, as possibly a guy on the Mount Rushmore, I think he. this might be very well the greatest comeback uh, in all sports if you kind of look at it that way. From from an injury
2: standpoint, I think you could make that case, and yeah. I think he already he ha, he definitely owns at least two of the top five comebacks. Well, t- um, twenty
0: twenty nineteen is a whole of a beast at the beast. Yeah, that's, that's what point, that's it. what it, that's yeah. yes,
2: that is what I'm referring to. Um, where would it rank? Obviously, top five. I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to, I'd have to crunch some numbers. I'd have to think about it. The numbers. But oh uh, yeah, I'd have to coin some numbers. You
0: know what's kind of crazy? To, have, to even just have, have two of of the top five greatest comebacks ever. Yeah, that's what I'm Obviously saying. Winning at Augusta and now it's it, even this, it's just it's it really is. But, but uh, like looking ahead, Tiger Woods has said uh, he said a lot of things in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think was most staggering was what he said actually after his fourth round. First of all, he was looked happy, um, but sitting there with uh, with with Jim Nance, he said uh, he will in fact play the Open at yes. St. Andrews, and we know oh. what the Tigers are doing. Yes. He won there twice, 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, missed the cut in his latest uh, rendition in 2015, but for a guy who makes the cut at Augusta, is going to have months to prep. Mm-hmm. Don't really know what, what what tournaments he will play. He still hasn't really talked about that in terms of uh, where he will uh, pick and choose his events, but mm-hmm. is it somewhat safe to say that maybe a guy who has as good a resume at St. Andrews at the old course, as Tiger Woods has, mm-hmm. maybe we could see another win from Tiger, and <laughs> where where more appropriate to to break Sam's needs eighty two win uh, lock than at the old course. Yeah, he
2: called he called it the old course.
0: He said it's his favorite.
2: Uh, that that was eye opening to me. Um, I don't think it, I don't think it was a message. I was just surprised that it was his favorite course. I don't know why. It's obviously one of the nicest courses in the world. Of course um a lot of people's favorite course. Also one of um, the oldest ever uh Yeah, but for a guy who's played every course, the best golfer in the world, um, just to state any course his favorite course is, is gonna is gonna be a, a cool thing to hear in general. Uh does he have a chance to win it? Yeah, he has a chance to win it. So does any any most most of the golfers in, in that field, um, I would say maybe seventy five percent have a chance to win it. Um Twenty five percent probably don't, but um, <laughs> but
0: Tiger Woods there is probably somewhere in that seventy five percent. I would if, expect if, if he gets healthier as he goes on.
2: Sure, I would agree with that, and then the the health is obviously the question the, the the question mark. Um, and if the health stays consistent, I would expect a little more of the same from, from what we saw at the Masters. To be quite honest with you, I would I would expect a made cut, and then I would expect. Um, uh, maybe d- d- depending on his how what his preparation is gonna look like, and I think he's actually I think he's gonna go pretty hard for it. I think I think he's really gonna dedicate himself for the next couple of months, um, to to the events that he does decide to plan. I think he's gonna wake up, eat, sleep, breathe golf. Um, but I, I'm still gonna expect a made cut and then probably falling off in those last two days.
0: I, w- I would not be surprised if uh, if Tiger chooses to say, you know what, I'm gonna play the PGA. Take a break, get, get ready for the US Open. Take a break, and immediately following the country club out in Boston, very well take a a, a <laughs> flight to England and just hang hang out for a month with hit with uh, him and Charlie o- o- over the summer break, summer vacation. That smells and just good. Proud this practice for first Andrews. What do we got? I don't know. It's I, don't know the, yeah, that, I don't know what burgers. Burgers. I don't know. It might be. That sounds really That's good. Wonder,
2: right?
0: Yeah, we, we we haven't had lunch yet. Yeah, we at some we, point we all right. Well, you know what? Let's uh let's sort of wrap things up and uh, get. get Get into a little yeah, who, yeah. who's hot, who's not going sure. following the majors. I think we're going to focus in now on before we take our break and the second part of the show, we're actually going to be in studio for the first time in uh in getting the whole history, be it yes. being the, the legendary uh underground sports Philadelphia studio. But let's wrap it up, up here who's hot, who's not. We talked about the guys who played really well this week, but let's look ahead to um who's going to be hot into the majors. We're already now in that season where you kind of get got a glimpse of what guys are able to do on the big stage. Obviously Scott Scheffler and his first big time major appearance as the world. Number one shattered um, everyone's expectations, mm. but who's hot. Who's not going into the PGA championship, which which now is a month away. We do have some events uh, sprinkled in, in between obviously the RBC heritage uh, this upcoming week, which we'll talk about on the other side of the show. But Guys who performed well on this stage and guys who didn't, and how that will correlate to how they play at the PGA Championship at Southern Hills. Who do you think going in is going to have a pretty good shot uh, over the next month to get prepped for that for that event? Sure, I mean I, the the guys who are hot, it's
2: it's you, There's a there's a handful, I and mean, it's pretty easy. Scheffler would be the top the top of the list. You have to mention him as as obvious as that is. Cam Smith is still one of the hottest golfers um in the world right now. Probably I'd probably put him two maybe. Well, actually, um, I,
0: I'm, gonna, I'm going to check the uh, you gotta, the World Cup rankings right now because yeah, very but the well World
2: doesn't. Uh, I'm just talking about like the most the most recent events in this year.
0: Well, um, but in terms but in terms of change, I was Well, Cam, Cam Smith did move, move up to five. I think very well he could have been 281. Um, but he's would, by far uh, one of the hottest golfers on the planet. I think Lowry is still is still really hot. He,
2: he hasn't shown any signs of of, of holding up. Um, Dustin Johnson is the big surprise to me seeing him play well this week, kind of reverting to his old form. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing glimpses of that, that's really interesting to me. Cause we haven't seen that from, the, or we have, we, we saw it a little, little early on in the year. Um, I, I think it was the players or I forget what tournament it was. And, and he looked a little bit like his old self. And, and if, if he's, if he can find a way to, to, to get into a major winning form, um, by the middle point of this year, like it
0: could make things really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. So some guys who I was, I had down the, um, who is obviously Justin Thomas is someone who, um, he's, he's always he's, hot. He's another, majors. Yeah, he's
2: another guy, very comparable to DJ exactly. Kind of saw on lost form and now he's eating up again.
0: Well, so ironically, he started, started off the masters actually at four over par, but then went two two rounds of, uh, of even par and then went five under on, on Friday to actually make the cut. And at that point he, he already sat up at, at a tie three spot for the most, mm-hmm. for, the, for the most of the weekend. So I think Justin Thomas is going to be a guy to look out for going into uh, Southern Hills. Of course, you got to mention Scotty Scheffler. Um, there's no other way around it actually said uh, on his PGA tour bio, as I was going through it, his favorite golf course happens to be uh, Southern Hills. Mm-hmm. So who would have had on the, uh, the, the um, 2022 golf bingo card that um, <laughs> Scotty Scheffler might win two majors and actually be the first two of the year yeah. would be a obscene sight um, to think about. It hasn't happened since Jordan Spieth did it back in 2016. Uh, or, or, or actually, no, sorry, since, uh, Bruce Kevorkian in 2018, he won the uh the PGA and the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Um, some guys who are not hot and guys who actually played really bad um this week, who I think actually very well might affect their their play going into the next month, month and a half. Billy Horschel, a little fun fact: 28 rounds at Augusta National, every single one of them in the 70s. Now, granted, par 72. He has had some under par rounds. He shot a 70 uh, yesterday after saying that Augusta was going to be his um his bitch as a. Uh, <laughs> Pardon the French, but he said that I'm going to to dominate this course, and he wound up shooting a a 70, which has never been able to find the 60s at Augusta. We'll probably carry on, although he's been in in pretty good form on the uh, Bermuda grass lately. Daniel Berger, one under through, uh, through two rounds, shot a final round nine over disgustingly bad and ironically his playing partner Tyrell Hatton um didn't did it even worse but the one guy that I was mostly surprised with and, I, and we got to stop talking about him in terms of me betting him at him in Augusta because it happens every single time and it always bites me in the ass Adam Scott four over four over the one day he chose to not wear khaki he wore a um very very spring festive light blue shot not over par and then didn't even do any better uh, on day 4 Adams got finishing the last of the pack at 17 over for the weekend. I think we really do have to talk about, though, guys who are going to uh, perform at the, at the Southern Hills. If Scottie Scheffler can manage to keep this up, Mm-hmm. Do we see him go on this um, 0-1 Tiger run or the 2015 Spieth run or mm-hmm. e- even the Kepco 2018? Is, is there a comparison here that if he manages to go out, win at Southern Hills and possibly be able to make it all the way uh, to the U.S. Open at the country club and dominate there? Because every course at this point kind of fits his game to, mm-hmm. to a T. Yeah, it's,
2: it's, a, it's a real possibility. And I, I haven't looked at the, the statistics the statistics from his uh, his four rounds at Augusta. Um and really where he I, I'm sure he picked up strokes in every single category and if, he
0: was uh, he first was not first in approach first in putting and first them, in ball tracking.
2: So. yeah yeah that doesn't surprise me at all I I'd be interested to see which one he gained the most strokes with and then I would I would just try and uh, compare that to this to the, the strengths required to to win at the the courses where the majors are being held this year um for me it's as simple as that uh but yeah does he have a chance yet? Yeah, because he's the best golf on the planet right now he has, definitely has a chance um. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't I don't I don't know I don't know what the future holds, but Scotty Scheffler, if he if he's not a household name already, which he probably is, he's going to be a household name by the,
0: the end of the year. Yeah, we do not know what the future holds, but at the very least, Scotty Scheffler has made a lot of uh, new fans this week. He won the Masters wearing Tiger's shoes, he won it he won it wearing Jordan socks. It's a pretty good pedigree for a guy from an apparel side and then a skill skill wise size, the uh, the world number one it did not upset the fourth player in PJ history to be the be the be the world number one and win the masters as balsers flying at, at us over here on the sixth john let's take a break <laughs> yes let us let's take a break probably from from over on the uh the fifth tee box we we had said coming into eastland that uh if we're on the putting green and, and someone slices it right we might die yeah. um well, we, we might slow you might see us slice, slice it right <laughs> later and potentially
2: put people in danger
0: we very we very well might we're, we're gonna go play nine now but we're, we're, once you come back in studio we're gonna break down everything at the rbc heritage we're gonna give you our betting picks we're gonna get back on the horse here had a pretty good week at, at uh at augusta but i think it's time to get mm-hmm. back to the uh, the beer money plays the pickup props the typical stuff you usually see from the boys this is get, this has been getting the hole from the eastland golf course it's been uh been pretty good. Now let's get back in the studio. Let's get a, a bite because that chicken
1: sounds smells really good right now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Shouts to the Get in the Hole boys. Make sure you guys go subscribe to their podcast. They do a fantastic job. Uh, you know, covering the world of golf and and everything uh, related to the PGA Tour. We had a fantastic weekend this past weekend. Tons of content coming to the YouTube channel that you're not going to want to miss. So stay tuned for that and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And be sure to follow us on the socials at Underground PHI, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow me at KBIZZL311 on Twitter. Follow Matt at Matt Castarina on Twitter. Uh, check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcast, Spotify. Leave those five star ratings and reviews. And of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Big thank you to our sponsors, Maine Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti, CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. Of course, Tomahawk Shades, Kenwood Beer, and Bino Board. Promo code USP at TomahawkShades.com for 25% off your order. Promo code BINOUSP at BINOBOARD.COM for 10% off your order. And use the Kenny tracker at Kenwoodbeer.com to see who's got Kenny's on tap in the Philadelphia area. You gotta be twenty-one or older to do so, and of course, please drank responsibly. This has been Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number four nineteen. I'm your boy KB. I'm getting the hell out of here. Sorry for the delay in this episode going up, but uh we're back on track, baby. And until next time, I am signing off. Peace.